it's Christina, but you may better know me as Chris. I would like to welcome you guys to my podcast, Does Christina Talk? Now, on my episode of today, I will be discussing how the lack of love from a parent as a child affects you as an adult. So I just would like to talk about my experience with the topic as well as spread some advice along the way. So whenever I do a podcast, I really just like to discuss and kind of break down the topic. So the two main keywords that I will be giving a definition of is going to be lack and love. So first, let's define the word lack. Something missing or needed to be short of or deficient, to be absent or missing as something needed or desirable. And as you can see, the main message of the definition of lack is not enough of or lack of. Now let's define the word love. A profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person, affection concerned for the well-being of others, a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection as for a child, parent, or friend. So if you put those two together, you kind of get the idea of where I'm going with my actual podcast of today. So a person who may not have received enough love as a child could express the characteristics or behaviors of low self-esteem slash struggling with loving themselves. They can't help to question other people's love for them. They are very sensitive about their weaknesses they are unable to comfort themselves they find it hard to trust others and they face other difficulties finding fulfillment meaning and contentment in their adult relationships now yes i do realize and acknowledge that some of the characteristics and behaviors that i may have named other people can actually express those type of behaviors as well that I know of. There may be an individual who may have received a numerous amount of love from their parent and they may still suffer with low self-esteem. But either way, let's just dive on into the topic. So I always like to get personal and just try to give a story because I always like to speak from experience. So I always believed it starts in your childhood. Now, whenever my brother, well, when my brother had my nieces and I would see the loving relationship of a daughter and their father, I honestly would get chills. And sometimes I would even get jealous, not jealous of their relationship, but jealous of the fact that I wish I had that. I remember thinking like, damn, I wish I had that from one of my parents at least, or either either my parents at least. And I say either my parents because I didn't really have either or either one of them in my life. The main father figure I had in my life was my oldest brother. And one of the main figures was my foster mom, as well as my brother's grandmother. But she always treated me as her grandchild as well. But a person that I actually feel like I experienced a lot of compassion and love would be from my foster mom miss shirley nesbitt may she rest in peace but those was the figures in my life 
And I can say they honestly just was a figure. Now, when it comes to the woman that I am today, I can honestly say that I did that. And I pat myself on the back for that. But honestly, that's another conversation for another day. Now, like I stated, I always feel like it starts within your childhood. And I barely had either of my parents in my life. My mom was always at a distance. When I was with my foster mom, I remember she would let me and my brother go see our mom. We would drive from Roosevelt, Long Island to either Brooklyn or the Bronx from time to time. And you would think that would make me experience more love for my mom, but honestly, it didn't. Um, And also, I do want to say when I talk about my experiences, I'm not talking about it as if I'm still mad or anything of that nature. I'm just talking from experience and speaking my truth. So after leaving the residence of the Nesbits, my older brother adopted me and my older my other brother. So when that happened, my mom basically had more access to us. But I always felt like when she would come around or come visit, I always felt like who is this one? Who is this woman? I remember I used to get smart with her sometimes when she came to visit because I felt like like I stated, who is this woman trying to tell me what to do? You wasn't there when I needed you. So why do you want to be here now, you know? Things of that nature. But at the end of the day, people try. And all they can do is try. So I appreciate that. And I actually remember sometimes saying, who is this lady? Like, I remember actually saying that to my mom once upon a time. But either way, I appreciate my brother for trying to fill the void, though. Because honestly, I feel like... All of my siblings, we all kind of experience some of the same things. Some of us talk about it and some of us don't. But anywho, like I stated, I I appreciate my brother for trying to fill the void. I remember when I used to live in Roosevelt and I used to go to school, whether it was middle school or elementary school, I would be in class crying, listening to Stevie Wonder. I just called to say I love you. And also, it's another song by Stevie Wonder called A Ribbon in the Sky. I just remember vividly in sixth grade, I was at Roosevelt Middle School. I think it was called, yeah, Roosevelt Middle School. I was in sixth grade and I was in class. And sometimes we had like free time or whatever. And we kind of just chilled in class. I remember sitting where no one could actually see my face. I'll be facing like the window of my classroom and I remember just actually breaking down crying especially when it was like around holiday season around Christmas break or Thanksgiving break and sometimes not even around breaks I just remember crying whenever I listened to that song or just wondering in my thoughts and just be like you know damn I wish I had my mom in my life or at least you know my father in my life etc but either way i think well a lot of times my mom would say i love you and a lot of times i honestly couldn't believe it because i feel like when you love a person you don't treat them a certain type of way or you don't call them out their names or things in that nature 
But like I stated, there would be times when my mom would say I love you and I couldn't believe it because she used to try to attack me sometimes or just call me ugly things that I wouldn't actually expect a mother to call their only daughter or things of that nature. Like it was one time when me, my brother and my niece, we went to go our we went to our granny's funeral. And I remember at the actual funeral, I was with my grandmother and my niece. I believe she was with my brother at the time. I don't remember exactly where she was, but I remember we was outside, I believe. And my mom, she just was looking at me with this evil ass look in her eye as if she wanted, as if she was saying stuff as if she wanted to, she was trying to taunt me or whatever. And I'm just like, why are you treating me like this? Like, I didn't do anything to you for you to be trying to come at me sideways the way you was. But anywho, I can I just say all that to say that I forgive her and I forgave her and I still love her because at the end of the day, you can't expect people to give you something that they didn't receive growing up as a child or may not have received overall. And I say that now looking at my adult self i see how not having a lot of love or just a lack of love from a parent how that has affected me in my adulthood i felt like it used to cause me not to respect myself and allow people to just treat me however they wanted and there would be times when i actually wouldn't stand up for myself and i just would just let people talk to me any type of way because there would be times my mom would talk to me any type of way so sometimes I used to feel like you know that's what I deserve or that's how I should be treated now when it came to relationships I feel like I used to just push people away or self-sabotage connections with people even if I liked them or even loved them I remember some of my love interests saying say I remember some of my love interests saying, I'm just trying to love you. And I used to just push them away because a lot of times I felt like I didn't deserve love or honestly, I just didn't know how to receive it or accept it overall. And that is exactly why I said sometimes a person behavior is something that they were taught from childhood. And I say that was my case because a lot of times when people would try to love me or things of that nature, I would push them away or self-sabotage the situation as, I guess, a defense mechanism. I didn't want people to get close to me because I felt like they eventually would leave. Like just being in foster care or whatever, you know, just going to different homes and leaving different families or, yeah, just leaving different families or this family not wanting you there. I felt like I needed to always protect myself at all, at all costs because eventually this person would leave me or I would leave this person eventually. And I also remember there were times in college Well, this one person that I used to talk to or, yeah, this one person that I used to talk to and I felt like they had genuine love and feelings for me, I actually self-sabotaged the situation because they were graduating. And I'm like, you might as well cut them off because they're leaving 
And I used to, I can honestly say I let my insecurities get the best of me. And I used to feel like I wasn't good enough. But a lot of times, I ain't gonna say a lot of times, there were times where I would think back and be like, damn, I wonder how things would be if I didn't self-sabotage that situation with that individual. Another time was when, well, this is not in regards to relationship, but this is in regards when I was on the phone with a family member and then we was just talking and talking and we were about to go our separate ways and they was like, I love you. And I didn't say it back. And it made the person so upset. And I'm just like, why are you so upset? It's not a big deal. But I later realized that it is it is a big deal. Because if you love a person, you know, in most cases, you're going to use words of affirmation by saying, I love you. And I didn't say it back. And they really got so upset. And I used to just think, why? But I later realized that I was playing with their emotions. That's one way I used to look at it. And I remember there would be times when I would actually laugh about this situation. Like, when I used to be around certain people, I used to tell them about, oh, yeah, I didn't even tell so-and-so I loved them. Or I didn't even tell this person I loved them. And used to laugh about it as if it was funny or cute. But later realized that it was just the fact that it was basically the product of an individual who had the lack of love as a child from their parent or just overall in their environment. They didn't have a lot of love, so they didn't really care for it, you know? Another time was when my nieces were in my room and the youngest one was trying to give me kisses. And I remember her saying, Auntie, um, let me give you kisses. And I just felt kind of stuck, like, kisses? It was like affection. I feel like within that moment, I felt stuck as hell because I'm like, yeah, I love my nieces dearly, but I later realized that I didn't know how to take affection. I didn't know how to receive affection. And sometimes I didn't even know how to give affection. Like, yeah, I hug my nieces and things of that nature, but actually giving kisses and things of that nature, I realized that I didn't know how to receive it or give it. And I remember her saying, Auntie, you don't want any kisses? And I'm just like, hey, yo, you must really be a damaged or hurt individual, you know? So... Another time was when my I was in the room with it was me, my niece, my oldest niece and a friend of the family. And we were just talking, talking and talking and the friend of a fa- the friend of the family was saying, "You know your auntie loves you, right?" And my niece was like, "No, I don't." And I felt like my heart was broke. You know, like it broke into pieces because if anyone know, well, a lot of people don't know, but either way, my niece is honestly one of the reasons that I'm still here living today. And for her to say that, I just felt like, damn, how could you not know I love you? But I realized that a lot of times I used to just probably treat my, I ain't gonna say probably, I used to just treat my nieces and like treat her a certain type of way to show her that I love her. But the actual saying of I love you, 
I realized that it wasn't used frequently. And that made me actually take a look at myself and just, it made me realize that I was a damaged individual at the time. But at the same time, I realized I expected her to know because how I treated her, like I stated, but I actually lacked saying it. And it was so crazy to me because I'm like, wow, how could you not know? Honestly and truly, like I kept thinking about that over and over. How could you not know? But anywho, I always now try to always say I love you and let her know that I love her, like actually say it with words and not just to my oldest niece, but to both of my nieces. Now, that's why I say that all ties back to what. How basically that all ties back to how we were. How basically what we was taught as a child. Sometimes our behavior is something that is taught. My mom, I realized that sometimes, well, I ain't going to say I realized sometimes. I realized that the way my mom may have treated me could have been a product of what she received as a child. Like her mom may have not treated her with love or, you know, respect or things in that nature. So she basically repeat. repeated the actual cycle or repeated the actual behavior that she was giving from her mom onto her child and growing up I would just get gifts and gifts from my mom and my father figure in my life but the actual saying of I love you wasn't really used frequently I feel like um when my father figure used to get me gifts and stuff I feel like yeah I knew that he loved me but the actual saying of it, I felt like it wasn't really used verbally. Like we may say it through text or whatever, but actually saying it out of our mouths, it wasn't really something frequently used. But either way, I say all that to say, to tell you and myself that anyone who may have experienced what I've experienced or may have experienced worse or is going through this now, that you are worthy of love let's say that again you are worthy of love repeat it with me i am worthy of love and whenever i do affirmations i always used to i always like to speak in i christina murray is worthy of love i feel like it's kind of like a past tense type of thing i remember i was watching this movie and this lady was basically describing She always speaks in that type of tense, tense, because she is not what she has been through. But anywho, let's go back to the topic. You are worthy of love. You deserve love. And I pray and hope that you allow someone to love you, whether it be friends, family, or even a lover. I am a different person that I was definitely and I can say that now and I always say I've realized being that I'm a different person now I see and hear myself saying I love you more whether it be friends to family or even a significant other but as of right now I'm single so I'm not really saying that to a significant other (laughs) but you catch my drift 
And whenever I say that, I like I remember times where friends would say I love you and I wouldn't say it back or family would say I love you and I wouldn't say it back. But now I say I love you more frequently because I feel like you never know when that person can be gone or you never know when that person is going to be gone. So, you know, show your appreciation now. But like stated, I say it more frequently and whether they say it back or not, I still say it and I feel at peace with it because I don't need them to say it back to me. You know, sometimes I used to feel like I I wanted them to say it back to me just to feel validation. But now I don't it, I ain't going to say it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter sometimes, but either way, that's that. So one of the tips I feel like I would say is to start giving yourself the love you wish you had received as a child to your adult self. Start giving yourself the love that you wish you had received as a child to your adult self. And I always, and I also say, start giving yourself the love that you keep trying to put out into other people. I remember there were times where I would just try to fill a void by always trying to be there for people, things of that nature, when I should have been trying to do that for myself. So once again, let's repeat it. Start giving yourself the love you wished you had received as a child to your adult self. Yes, I know it's hard, but anything worth having doesn't come easy. Let's repeat that. (laughs) Anything worth having doesn't come easy. And like I stated, it started in my childhood and it may have started in your childhood, but that doesn't mean it has to continue for the rest of your life or the rest of your adult life. You can start today. You can start loving yourself. You can start respecting yourself and start honoring yourself today. Not tomorrow or the next day. Start today. And I just want you to repeat this with me. We will give ourself unconditional love to ourself first. I will start giving myself unconditional love to myself first rather than giving it out to other people. Ever since I started doing that, and I've been doing it for a while, ever since I started my love, my self-love journey and healing journey, I've been doing that for a while and I don't regret it. And I'm sure once you actually start doing that to yourself and giving yourself the love that you wish you had received, you won't regret it. And I've just been loving on myself more and I wish I started doing that ages ago. But at the end of the day, you can't go back into the past and change it. I noticed that I noticed the love for myself changed when I started to tolerate less and have boundaries with everyone and everything into my life and different aspects of my life. So I advise you to do the same thing. When you start tolerating less, I feel like you start to realize that you're respecting yourself and you're honoring yourself and you're loving yourself. Because without yourself, what are you going to do? If you don't start loving yourself and and if you keep trying to pour love into other people's cup, you're going to tire yourself out and you're going to still continue to seek the love that you wish you had received as a child. 
So pour that love into your cup. Pour that love into yourself rather than trying to pour it into other people's cup. And like I said, once I st- I know once I noticed I started tolerating less and setting boundaries for everyone and everything, things started to change from that point on. So a couple of things I want you to take away is how to change the perspective or narrative is to my apologies. One thing I want you to take away on how to change the perspective or narrative for the better is to heal your inner child. Now, like I stated previously, yes, I know it's hard, but anything worth having doesn't come easy. Start to heal your inner child and you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's just one way I can put it. If you, I feel like when you don't love yourself, you just start to vibrate on a low vibration or in a low frequency so once again how to change the perspective or narrative for the better is to start healing your inner child whether that is shadow work or just writing things out and just getting real with yourself also understanding your parents and when i say that I mean, on a deeper level. Me, I'm a very deep person. I analyze things and that's just what I do. I try to understand why did this person act like this or why did this person treat me like this? Because at the end of the day, like I stated, sometimes that's all a person knows or that's what they were taught. So they're just putting out what they were taught. If they didn't try to change that behavior, they're just being how they were, you know? But like stated, try to understand your parents. I used to think, well, I started to think, why does my mom treat me the way she does? Why does she call me out my name? Or why does she, you know, try to attack? Why did she, why did she try to attack me and things of that nature? And like stated, that may have been something she may have experienced as a child from her mom, which she's just passing on to me or trying to trying to pass on to me or trying to do on to me so you just have to forgive your parents and move on once you forgive them and start forgiving yourself and you start moving on that's part of healing your inner child so also is to validate your pain acknowledge your pain and deal with it don't try to not deal with it or put it in the back of your mind because that pain is always going to come back up it's going to be something that's going to trigger you to cause it to come back up and it's going to be something to happen to cause it back up so yeah acknowledge your pain deal with it feel it and do what you need to do do what you need to do to heal from it also i feel like expectations versus reality you can't i feel like yeah we expect our parents to be this way or yeah we expect so-and-so to be this way but at the end of the day you got to look at the reality of it and kind of just heal from it honestly and lastly i would say practice self-compassion practice self-compassion and that goes back to loving yourself, respecting yourself, and honoring yourself, putting yourself first, and pouring the love into yourself that you wish you had received into yourself.
put yourself first start healing that inner child start healing that pain start healing that trauma and deal with it because at the end of the day you don't want to bring bring children into this world and still be healing from so much baggage or just yeah baggage from childhood that you may have not ever dealt with and even go to therapy if you need to and don't feel ashamed about it when i was younger um being in foster care they used to actually make us go to therapy but a lot of times i felt like i didn't really use therapy as a coping mechanism i didn't really open myself up and things of that nature but as an adult now i feel like therapy is okay if i had therapy therapy now i definitely would use it to my best interest and if you have access to therapy go ahead and go to that session and don't feel ashamed i feel like within the black community we just try to feel like going to therapy is just you you don't have control over your life and things in that nature but you're mental health matters so go to therapy if you need to some people can't heal themselves on their own and they need to talk about it to someone else and have someone listen to them and that's perfectly fine so i feel like the more you actually talk about something the easier it becomes to speak about it and i feel like when you actually continue to talk about something and talk about it more and more it's just i feel like it's fulfilling and you know that you're healing because you know a lot of times when people talk about something that may have caused them pain they may actually still have pain connected to it or some type of emotion connected to it and they may get emotional and that i feel like that just means they're not fully healed from it because you know it's hard to heal from certain things that happen to you in this lifetime which is okay but i feel like the more and more you start to talk about it the more and more you start to speak on it the more and more it will become easier to talk about and you won't really have so emotions tied to it like talking about this to people i never used to really talk to anyone about myself when it came to certain things that happened to me in life i feel like some people knew certain things and some people didn't know certain things everybody that knows me knows different things about me like there are some people that didn't even know I was in foster care at all i have a best friend i don't really know if she really knew you know but anywho that is the end of it the end of my podcast so if you didn't get anything from this just know that the best thing for you to do is to pour the love into yourself that you are trying to pour into others pour the love that you wish you had as a child into yourself and you'll start to see drastic drastic changes in your life so like i said that is the end i just want to say thank you for listening and i love you and i cherish you and i honestly want to say thank you again for actually taking out the time taking time out your day to listen to what i have to say And I pray that I touch someone and someone takes the advice that I actually put into this podcast. And if you want to talk to me, just hit me up. I'll leave my, um, I'm going to give you guys some of my information. But I just want to say I love you. And then like they used to tell me in church, I love you and it ain't nothing you can do about it.
So, you can find this podcast on Anchor for sure. You can just download the Anchor app. You can type in Does Christina Talk? And it should come up. But if not, you can possibly go on Google and type in Does Christina Talk with my first and last name, which is Christina Murray, and it might come up. But if not, I know you can find this podcast on on apple podcasts you can find it on spotify you can find it on overcast pocket cast and spotify like i just stated as well as anchor and it's a couple of other platforms that you can find it on but if you want to get it get access to it easier you can follow me on ig at chriss underscore with seven s's you can add me on snapchat i i m c ee0821 and you can also find me on twitter at christinatm2016 and if you don't have any social media platforms or things of that nature you can always shoot me an email at christina murray 24 at gmail just want to say thank you i love you and i pray that you will i pray to hear from you and know that you're listening to my next episode